Neighborhood Alpha Dad Nation, welcome back to the Ben Barker Fitness Podcast. Thank you for listening today. If you would subscribe to the show, leave a five-star review and share this with someone you think it might be an encouragement to. Today, I have the top exercise for each muscle group from chest to legs to glutes to my tiny calves to biceps and traps and abs. We've got something for each muscle group. I will refer to some peer-reviewed studies and also just anecdotal evidence in what we know works. If you didn't get a chance, listen to my podcast from last week. I had 24 tips to get insanely fit in 2024. Y'all, we're just going to jump straight into the meat and potatoes. And one of my points for my 24 tips last week was train legs twice per week. So we're just going to jump right into the good stuff. Number one, y'all, don't be skipping legs, okay? For quads, we've got the heel elevated front squat. If you know anything about me, the back squat is my favorite exercise. I think back squat is the king of all leg exercises, period. If we're talking about overall strength gains, hypertrophy, aesthetics, everything. The back squat is where it's at. It trains the quads, the glutes, the hamstrings, the the core, grit, mental toughness. It also is just a cool exercise and a good one to move a bunch of weight and look cool for Instagram. But if we're talking about straight up quad activation. When we do the front squat, it shifts that weight out front, makes us emphasize the quad a little bit more. And when we elevate the heels, it puts more emphasis on the quads. It's also a little bit easier on the knees. Elevating the heels, shifting that weight out front is an epic way to emphasize the quads. And y'all, like we talked about last week, with the new five inch inseam or shorter being the thing, we got to get these quads ready for summer, thigh guy summer, will be here before you know it, go ahead and start building those bad boys up. Throughout the podcast, we'll also give some kind of tactical advice on what you're going for. So if we're just talking like straight up strength, lower rep, getting heavy is going to be where it's at. If we're talking about hypertrophy, just trying to get bigger, we're going to go a little bit higher rep. And I've hung my hat on something recently. You know, Arnold knew what he was talking about. I mean, look at the guy. And I heard him say, you know, for hypertrophy, most of the time, you know, we live in that six to 12 rep range. If we're trying to get bigger, Arnold believed that for legs, we needed to go a little bit higher rep if our goal is to get our legs bigger. So I've been hanging out around 15 plus rep on most leg exercise. One, it's killer. It works your lungs. And I definitely think I'm starting to add a little bit of thickness to my legs. So if we're purely going for strength, higher weight, lower reps. If we're going for hypertrophy, trying to get bigger or more of a moderate weight and a higher amount of reps. So what I've been doing recently on my main strength exercises, I've been getting heavy, you know, like five reps or so, five sets of five. And then when I get to my auxiliary work, we're talking like lunges, step-ups, RDLs, leg extensions, leg curls. I'm doing 15 plus reps and always doing a burnout set on my final set. So for quads, we've got the heel, elevated front squat. Next up, we've got the hammies. Y'all don't forget the hammies. We're always bad about just hitting the muscles we can see in the mirror, but hamstrings are very important. Just one for a balanced physique, staying healthy and avoiding injuries. But y'all people look at you from the back as well. And those hammies better be popping. My favorite top hamstring exercise is the barbell RDL. Go slow on the way down, Legs are almost straight with a slight bend in the knee. We go till we feel a good stretch in the hamstrings. When you stand, dig those feet into the ground, squeeze the glutes. Great glute exercise as well, but we're mainly focusing on the hamstrings here. 
A great way to step up the barbell RDL is to do it from a deficit. You can put a, four, a bumper plate, 45, under each foot, and then make sure the plates go past the plates that you're standing on to get a little extra range of motion, a little extra stretch in those hammies. Here's where I'm going to refer to a study um, for the glutes. The top glute exercise is the step up. And I do believe a slight forward lean on the step up helps us emphasize the glutes a little bit more. And the big thing right now is the barbell hip thrust. And I'm sorry, guys, I just can't do it. There's something like, I don't know. It's like I, I just end up making eye contact with somebody while I'm doing the hip thrust. And it just feels like a silly exercise. I feel like, you know, man, we should be, you know, squatting and grunting and stuff like the hip thrust. It just isn't it for me. And according to the Journal of Sports Science Medicine, the step up is the top exercise for building the glutes. And it was like five or six exercises ahead of the barbell hip thrust. So if you need an excuse not to do the barbell hip thrust other than it just looks silly, there you have it. The step up is a better exercise for building the glutes. And again, if we're aiming for strength, we're staying lower rep, higher weight. And if we're aiming for hypertrophy, go a little higher rep on those step ups. Y'all, and again, if you go higher rep on those step ups, it's a great way to get in a little bit of cardio as well. You put those into a superset, boom, bada, bing, you're killing a lot of birds with one stone. Now we're getting into the fun stuff, fellas, what you all came here for, the pecs, the chest. Personal opinion, the top chest exercise is the dumbbell incline bench press for a couple reasons. Number one, most of us, including myself, are underdeveloped in the upper chest. When we get on a slight incline, we're able to work more upper fibers of the chest. With the dumbbells, we're also able to get a little extra range of motion as compared to the barbell. And when we hit that eccentric and we move into a deeper range of motion, we tear down more muscle fibers. And then when we recover, it's when we build those back stronger and bigger. The dumbbell incline bench press. And last thing I'll say on that, fellas, with the dumbbells, especially if you train for a long time and you start having shoulder issues, with a dumbbell, you can manipulate your hand position and make it a little bit easier on the shoulders. Y'all, dumbbell incline bench press is where it's at for the chest. Don't sleep on those. I've been getting higher rep on those. Go full range of motion down to the armpits, little pause at the bottom, press on the way up. Don't lock out your elbows because we're trying to keep tension on the pecs and then bring them down slowly. All right, shoulders. Uh, don't get upset with me here. Personal opinion, I realize the shoulder press is a phenomenal shoulder exercise, but like the anterior delts, the front of your shoulder, get overtrained very easily because you think about like your anterior delts get trained when we're doing bench press, incline, any press, the anterior delt is getting worked, dips, the anterior delt is getting trained. So my top shoulder exercise is the dumbbell lateral raise. This puts more of an emphasis on the medial delt. That's AKA the shoulder cap. That's what gives us those round looking shoulders. And it's a muscle that typically gets undertrained as compared to the anterior delt. Hit those lateral raises. Pro tip here, slight lean forward when you do your lateral raises. Bring them up, squeeze them, control the descent. And I don't bring the dumbbells all the way together at the bottom because I want to keep tension on those shoulders. Little higher rep, like three sets of 12 to 15 reps on those bad boys. And don't be scared. Like, don't just be using like the two and a halfs and the fives, you know, get strong with the tens, build up to the 15s, 20s, maybe even 30 pounds if you can do them controlled and correctly. All right, guys, this is a big one, the back. 
again, you know, we all want to work chest and biceps, right? Because that's what we see in the muscle. But back is huge for posture. And honestly, just for looking like a bad mammer jammer, you can't have a weak back and be the neighborhood alpha dad. You got to have a strong back. It takes a lot of resolve to carry the weight of being the neighborhood alpha dad. So you've got to have a strong back in order to carry that burden. My top back exercise is the wide grip pull-up. I know it's a tough call if you had to choose between like a bent row, a chest supported row, single arm row, or pull-ups, but we don't get in that overhead position a lot in life, and I just don't think there's a better way to train the lats than a pull-up, specifically the weighted pull-up. When you do your pull-ups, what you've got to think of is we don't want the bicep to be the prime mover. So when you're at that dead hang, you want to activate those lats. And rather than thinking about bending your elbows, you want to think about pulling your tricep down to your lats. That way we activate those lats. We're going to pause at the top and then control the descent on each rep. And then you're going to get some thick old lats. Y'all, this is important here. Lean in. Biceps. Personal opinion, if we're talking about building the peak of the biceps, the dumbbell incline bicep curl is where it's at. couple things here. Um, it gets you into a different range of motion than just the classic dumbbell curl. And uh, what we can do is kind of focus on is not swinging when we're doing these reps. And it's a beautiful way to build up the arms. It's where we're sitting on the bench like you were going to do a dumbbell incline press, but you have the dumbbells hanging at your sides. Bring them to the top, squeeze, control the descent on each rep. I've been doing drop sets on these and it's like going like super heavy. So like my first set, I'll use like 50 or 60 pounds and I'm literally going to be able to do like two or three reps, drop the weight to 50 pounds, you know, three to five reps, drop it down to 40, knock out more reps, drop it down to 30 all the way until I get down to 10 pounds and then just crank it out at 10 pounds. The dumbbell incline bicep curl, best way to build the biceps. Triceps, y'all triceps are huge. I think guys always focus on the biceps as the way of building a bigger arm, but think about it, bicep, tricep, bi means two, tri means three. So there are three heads to the tricep and the tricep is a much bigger muscle altogether than the biceps are. So it's a great way. If you're looking to bust out your sleeves and have a good looking set of arms, you've got to train the triceps and train them hard. My favorite tricep exercise is the dumbbell incline skull crusher. So this is a great exercise to superset with your dumbbell incline bicep curls. And so big thing we've got to do on the dumbbell incline um, skull crushers is you want your elbows back a little bit and we want to keep tension on them. And when you have them kind of back behind your head, you get more range of motion. You strain the tricep more, AKA you get bigger triceps. And I like to do the same method that I do on the dumbbell incline bicep curls is I go like super heavy on my first set, 50 or 60 pounds, knock out maybe like five reps because I'm a little stronger on triceps, drop it to 50 pounds, crank out as many as I can, 40 pounds, crank out as many as I can, 30 pounds, crank out as many as I can. Great way to build the triceps, get you in a little bit different position than you are when you're just doing like tricep pushdowns. Um, great exercise, build those bad boys up. Don't be scared to get heavy. All right, y'all. The brachialis. This is a big one. So the brachialis kind of comes like from above your elbow and then down into your forearm. And if you've ever just seen a dude who like works with his hands, they probably have like a jacked brachialis. And what this does 
when that gets bigger, your upper arm is going to look bigger as well. And the best exercise to train the brachialis is a concentration curl with a reverse grip. So that's where you're sitting on the bench. One elbow is resting on the same knee. And then your other hand has a dumbbell reverse curl with your elbow resting on your thigh, knocking out like three sets of 12 reps on those and get heavy. If your brachialis gets bigger, one, you're gonna have a better grip. You're gonna look like a bad mammer jammer and it's gonna make your biceps and your upper arm look bigger as well. Train the brachialis. Traps. I struggled with this one because in a way, I kind of think that the power clean is one of the best trap builders. Like I've always had very developed traps. And I just had a conversation with this a guy today on Instagram. He's like, bro, he's like, you have very developed traps. Has that been like intentional or is it genetic? And the answer was both. But I started doing hang power cleans in like the seventh grade in football. And I've always cleaned pretty heavy regularly. And then I got into CrossFit. So I was doing lots of cleans, lots of snatch. Snatch is actually one of my favorite exercises. I just don't do them a lot anymore. And then now, since I've kind of gotten out of the CrossFit world, I've started adding in shrugs. So I'm going to say that dumbbell shrugs are the greatest trap builder. What I see a lot of times when guys go really heavy on barbell shrugs, they're just kind of like bouncing and going heavy, hardly getting any range of motion. I'd like put the ego aside, use a little bit less weight on your dumbbell shrugs tall posture, legit bring your traps to the bottom of your ears. You pause, slowly let them lower, pause at the bottom, and then squeeze at the top. Get in the habit of that muscle-mind connection, slowing down your reps and making yourself work for it, even if you use a little bit less weight. I like to do about three sets of 12 on my dumbbell shrugs. All right, guys, this, you know, just to add injury to insult or insult to injury calves. I ain't got them. Like my calves are not big. I probably get roasted on my calves more than anything else, but I never worked on them. And two, I think when I did in the past, I was doing it wrong. Um, you think about your Achilles and what your Achilles is meant to do. Like it's, it's a bouncy tendon, right? It's meant to absorb shock. And I think when we do calf raises, we're just kind of like repping them out. So seated calf raise is the number one calf exercise. And what you got to do at the bottom of each rep, you're going to completely pause because that takes the Achilles out of the equation. Then you're gonna do your calf raise. You're gonna pause at the top, squeeze the crap out of your calves, and then you control the descent at least three seconds as you lower each rep, pause at the bottom. I've been doing like three sets of eight reps because if I go higher rep, the quality goes down, moderately heavy and just making sure each rep is clean and beautiful with a huge contraction at the top of each rep. All right, guys, we're gonna talk abs. Okay. Top ab exercise, if we're going to get like um, philosophical, is diet, right? Um, but I've always said I, I, that's not actually true. People say, you know, abs are made in the kitchen. That's not true. I see lots of skinny people just because they don't eat who have no definition in their abs. It's still rectus abdominis, it's still a muscle group, right? Uh, internal, external, obliques. Um, I'm forgetting something else, transverse abdominis, right? They are muscles. So you have to train them in order for them to be strong. So we want to train our core to be strong. And then diet is where we reveal the abs. So number one, top ab exercise easily is the hollow hold. It is a beautiful exercise. It, trans it translates over to a lot of extra exercises because it teaches us to properly brace our core. And if we're just talking about core stability and strength, the hollow hold is where it's at. Um, diet, I'll say, is the second best ab exercise. And then just to throw it out there, because y'all know I love it, sprints. Like sprints 
are, if we're just going to talk full body, like any goal sprints are epic because you're able to build muscle, burn fat. They work your abs. They're short, sweet, simple, and effective. Y'all top exercise for each body part for the quads. We have the heel elevated front squat for the hamstrings, barbell RDL for the glutes. We got step ups for chest, dumbbell incline bench press for shoulders. We got the lateral raise back wide grip pull-ups, biceps, incline, dumbbell, bicep curl. For triceps, we've got the dumbbell, incline, skull crusher. For the brachialis, we've got the reverse concentration curl. For traps, dumbbell shrugs. For calves, the seated, paused, tempo, calf raise. And for abs, diet. Really hollow hold, but also diet. Y'all know what I'm saying. Y'all, today's episode is brought to you by my gym gains guide. What's what's funny is the first day of my next phase is going to start on January 1st, which is a Monday. So all of the people who are like I'm going to start in the new year and uh I, and I got to start on a Monday. This is your year. Do not let this slip by. January 1st uh and Monday don't always occur at the same time. This is like the planets are aligning properly. It's the time to start. You can grab a free 7-day trial of my gym gains guide. Start 2024 with a bang. Try some of these exercises. Y'all, the most important thing is just to get in the gym and start. Thanks for listening today. Appreciate y'all.